This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today with the one and only Miss Sarah Frazier. David Yontip. David Yontip. Oh my God, I love you. I look forward to this podcast so much. You remember the last time we spoke and we were going to cover a whole bunch of things and all we did is just, we can't stop talking about Beverly Hills, but I I think the world is kind of there with us. I mean, people hate, they're hate, they're hate watching this season. They're hate watching it. Oh, it's so good. I think you guys are going to regret it in two seasons when it's boring. I think you're going to say, oh, my God, do you remember what will be the greatest season of all with Erica and Garcelle and oh, anyway. Um, yeah, we got we still have a lot to cover in the other Bravo universes. And um, I mean, where do you want to go today? We, we have a lot to talk about. Um, well, you know, switching gears for a hot second from Beverly Hills, you know, there is this rumor that's now resurfaced. That we keep hearing, you know, Lizzie Savetsky, who we all know now from Instagram, who lives in New York, that she's the center of the whole new Roni. And there's, there's, you know, the rumor now is that the Roni reboot is a mess. That, look, they were going to announce it at BravoCon. That's what my sources told me. Imagine that, like, blah, blah, and Lizzie Savetsky, they were all going to walk out and, and yes, scream and clap. this. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you something. I'm going to go on record. You know how you said the last time we spoke that like, you know, Jenny and McCarthy and Donnie reached out to you and they're like, Sarah, tell you and David to cool it. We're not going to be on the housewives of Beverly Hills. 
I am telling you right now, I am good friends with Orfe, Broadway legend mm-hmm. Orfe. Now, her name surfaced, if you go and go through the Instagram, that she was part of the new cast of Roni. And then I had a few words with Miss Orfe. I had a few words with her. Because I was like, uh, what? This is un- like uh, unacceptable. This is like my life, honey. This is my livelihood. How did I not know this? And she was like, okay, slow your roll. This is so not true. Look, I really can't see Orfe on New York Housewives. That's my honest opinion. It's no insult okay. to her. And then she's like, I'm like, Orfe. Orfe. And she's like, I mean, we're friends. And she's like, listen, she's like, not only is this not true, I'm going to handle this right now. She then posted a video after we had a little conversation on Instagram being like, I have, I've been nominated for Tony awards. I have never in my life received so many texts, phone calls, DMs, carrier pigeons, everything. Let's shut this shit down. I am not going to be on Real Housewives of New York, whatever a Roni is. And I was like, listen, girl. If you are lying to me, <laughs> like it, it's just like you say about Jenny and Donnie, like, I don't know. So I'm like, Jesus, I hope she's not lying to me. But the rumor is they were going to listen, Lizzie Savetsky. If you look at her Instagram, she's so on brand. She's so on brand for Roni. She's like the new Joel Zarin. I mean, I hate to say that because I love Joel Zarin. She's like, you know, she's, she's fills that, that Jewish that Jewish slot. I mean, I'm Jewish. I can say this, you know, she's, she's very religious. She celebrates the Sabbath. She teaches people Jewish words on her, like Yiddish words on her Instagram. She's pretty. She has the apartment. It's not one of these rentals with the parquet floors. Yes, Ramona, I'm speaking to you. Um, it's like a real, it's like a real, and yes, Leah, I guess, Leah McSweeney. I mean, I can't even, um, she's so, Leah Leah made some post online that said like ex New York housewife and like the whole world is like oh my god I'm like why is this news like in what world does anyone think that it got picked up all like why does anyone think that like this isn't news of course she's an ex-housewife she's not coming back but Lizzie so but the rumor is that Lizzie and whoever else was in the group they filmed and the rumor is the test things went horrible and the Roni reboot is in mass chaos. That's that's the rumor, Sarah. Um, I read that. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you know this guy who does an Instagram show about dating called S'more Dating? Have you been on this show yet? Yes, I have been on it. Okay. So you okay? So I was just on his Instagram live show on Friday. He he alleges, and he said this live on the show, that one of his friends has been cast. He would not say who it was. And I don't know him well enough. Adam, I think is his real name. I don't know Adam well enough, but he says that one of his friends has been cast on Real Housewives of New York, the reboot, and it's going to be fantastic. And he alleges it's going well. I don't know about that. He He says he's saying a lot of stuff here, isn't he? Um, he um, So I I was curious. Well, I'm not so sure that's true, but I'm also not so sure that it's also the disaster that everyone's claiming. Listen. This is why we don't really spend too much time either way when we don't know something for sure. But that's just the rumor that surfaced again, you know, and that the the, the OG legacy show is going to be the one announced. Um, look, I still have my sources tell me they're still announcing it at BravoCon. These people, they're going to, you know, last time, 2019, Andy Cole, we have a new city, Salt Lake. Woo! 
He's going to say, your new cast of Roni introducing. And they're going to come out and everyone's going to go crazy and they're going to be in their beautiful gowns and blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. My sources tell me that that's not true. Um, the legacy show, everyone, everyone who says this is the cast, this is the cast, they still, even in that same article, they still are saying the rumored legacy cast is, and there's still no Ramona. It's like, I don't know. Why, 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 why? How can you do a legacy show without Ramona if that's true? I understand why, and I understand the optics behind it, but I don't. It's just here, but the, the thing is, is like, I think you and I are on the same page about this. It, like you said, you understand the optics, but the reality is it's not going to work because Ramona has like people love Ramona, love or hate her. I'd love, love her or love to hate watch her. Like I'm not a, I'm not a Ramona stan, you know, but I mean, Ramona is entertaining. She's entertaining. I, I don't, I'm kind of with you. I just don't see how you do a reality show without Ramona because what is so genius about Ramona is Ramona makes Sonia and Luann look good, look bad, um, look, you know, like, I mean, the way look that- Look good or look bad? Both. Like, at times I think, I yeah. think what's great about Ramona is she can do that for everybody. I mean, Ramona kind of coming after Carol when Carol was on. I mean- it's good. It's, it, it, you know, Carol was amazing, but I mean, Ramona could kind of bring out a side of Carol that was like more bitchy or like, you know, mad at Ramona. Ramona would go head to head with Bethany. I mean, you know. It, and I still think if Ramona is not on it and someone said this before, someone said this before they totally misread her fucking morons two, two people were morons sorry um because you don't know what's about i was saying before and i will say this again i think if ramona is not on the legacy show i believe it is not because bravo listened to the people and is of the people and is like wow, you guys are so right. We finally see the light. Ramona is problematic and has done like racist or racist adjacent things. And we, you're right. It's like 2022 and we are not going to have Ramona on our platform. I don't believe that is the reason. I don't believe it's because she's almost 70 years old and is aging out. I believe if she is not on the legacy show, it is because my good friend, Ebony K. Williams, allegedly had this investigation done. And I'm not saying Ebony was wrong to do that. I'm not saying I am not taking anything away from my friend, Ebony. I'm just saying as a business thing, the same reason I stand by that Nini won't be on. And like we were talking the last episode, like maybe Kathy won't be back if all this is going on. But I believe if that investigation happened, which allegedly it did, that somehow the way it ended is that we can't touch Ebony on our platform. And I don't know this for a fact. And we can't touch Ramona. If we can't have Ebony, we can't touch Ramona because legally it's a mess. I, I don't know. And just as a lawyer, that's where my mind as a business person thinks. And if Ramona is not in the legacy show, I believe that investigation happens and I believe that is why they're not having her back on. That is my opinion. I mean, mind you, they had her on Girls Trip, but the timing really, really is now blurred because that was in the mix. And I don't know. That's just my opinion. 
I still kind of agree, though. I mean, I don't know. And the other rumor, and I don't even know if this is true either. The other rumor is Andy Cohen has seen the footage of the Luann and Ramona Simple Life show and is like, oh, my God. Now, first of all, this show oh my is God, like, oh, my God, how? Oh, my God, in a good way. Oh, my God, in a bad way. The rumor is, oh, my God, in a good way. I know. <laughs> I, I, I was shocked. I was shocked. Um, good. I listen, the rumor is also that's not even coming to Bravo or Peacock. That's coming to E. Maybe Andy is an executive producer because it's, you know, it's, it's the same head house. Right. Yeah. So that's okay. You know, and that's, but that's the rumor. And that once he saw that footage and the problems that are now going on with the reboot that, that, that the network and Andy, everyone's scrambling and they're saying, oh shit, shit. Nostalgia is where it's at. And Girls Trip taught us that. And, and this reboot isn't going to work. And man, we got to get this, this OG legacy show out right away. Because I was right when I first said the legacy show is after this thing is recast and refilmed. And, and, and I don't know. I don't know. I, that's, I, think that's, I think that's so accurate. I think, you, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think nostalgia sells. I mean, it goes back to our friend Carlos Carlos King, who I know Candy hates. Of course, Candy um, hates him. Hates him, hates him. But, you know, Carlos is an amazing producer. And I will say this, you know, in the production world, you do have to be careful about what you say because everybody is, there's no real original ideas. Everybody's taking an idea and putting a different spin on it. But anyway, you know, Carlos King said to you, I love quoting him, but he basically said, look, I mean, these shows, people want the OG cast. They want the original cast. They don't. I mean, every once in a while you have like an Erica Jane that comes in that just wows, that just picks up, you know, right with the group. Um, You know, you have Salt Lake. Salt Lake is lightning in a bottle, right? I mean, we didn't know any of these women. They've come, they've come along, you know, off. And I mean, I have to give Jen Shaw a lot of credit even though we know Jen is going to go to jail for quite a while. I mean, Jen helped put that show on the mark on the map. And that show is going to live now for another five, six, seven seasons because of Jen, um, good or bad, you know, I mean, so I, it's, it's interesting to me. Um, I, I think, I think he's, I think people want the OG shows. I just, I do. And I think it's going to be, regardless of what you think of Ramona, I think it's going to be very hard to have success with that um, reboot. And I, I heard. It's strange. It's strange. Like you have Tinsley or even Kelly Bensimone and not Ramona. I love Kelly. I love Tinsley, but I mean, take your emotions out of it, people. How how does it exist without Ramona? It, we, they'd have to bring such big drama. They'd have to bring such big drama that we forget about Ramona. Can they do that? That's that's how I think the show survives. And maybe they give it another. I mean, I even think Kelly Dodd will be back at some point on a real on a reunion on a um, Ultimate Girls Trip show. I don't disagree with you. I think they'll test the waters with Kelly because now I think you've seen so many other things come out. Kelly's shit looks minimal. She didn't, she didn't sue the network. She didn't, she's not, she didn't. No, I think I truly think she paid her fine, right? She paid, she wore the drunk lives matter hat, you know? Yeah. I got to say, I think that was in really poor taste given the the time we were in. Uh, She paid the fine. You know, and Kelly is who Kelly is, right? I mean, and a lot we've talked about this on this show. There's a huge portion of the audience that agrees with Kelly's politics and Vicky Gumbelson's politics. 
I mean, they and probably, I mean, Ramona Singer, um, and probably Ramona's. And let's throw in Teresa Jayudichai. Let's oh, throw really? in yeah, Melissa Gorga. Lots well, of lots of that. Margaret Josephs. No, Margaret is very liberal, but. No, Teresa, Melissa. I would even throw a Dolores in there. I think all their politics are. I think all their politics are the same. And throw in maybe a Tamara Judge. And I mean, I don't know, guys. Yeah, you know, listen, I I don't, I I agree with you. I I would say it about care. Look, I think the network would take like a Kelly before a Carol. Like, I think Carol, I mean, who was one of my best interviews ever, you know, Carol even said on my interview, she would call and email yeah, and the ass. give them production notes and, and, you know, and yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think, you know, yeah, I, I don't think, I think they would take Kelly again. Bethany Frankel stands on, on a, on a, on a, on a platform that is a mile high and is like, Andy can suck my dick and fuck bravo and had and she just they would take her in a second so yeah remember the good old days and i'm really dating myself here i know when you had to like go to your psychiatrist's office and like sit there and wait in the waiting room and it was quiet and you were looking at people around you and you had to wait and you had to walk there and you had to drive there mental health and therapy and psychiatry has never been so simple now that you're able to access mental health and the comfort of your own device it's never been so simple to schedule talk space it's really changed the game you can send messages to your dedicated therapist and the Talkspace platform. You could schedule your sessions. You can help set goals all from your device. You never have to leave your home. And if you're like me and you travel and you're really never in one place for more than a few months, it's great. You don't have to keep changing therapists. They have thousands of licensed therapists with years of experience in over 40 specialties, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, relationship issues, food, eating. As a listener of Behind the Velvet Rope, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To get $100 off, that's Talkspace.com slash velvet. Did you ever think about how bald men shave their head? I mean, it's a legitimate question. I have a lot of bald friends and I can tell you they're always complaining about like shaving their heads. The razors are subpar and they don't work. It's made me think about it. And I have to tell you, I have a solution. So anyone that has a bald friend or is bald, ladies, if you have a bald man in your life, listen up. Any razor that they're using that's made for your face or anything else, that's wrong. Razors are made to shave flat surfaces. So what bald men and women need is the Flex Series Electric shaver from Freedom Grooming. This shaver has five rotary blades that individually flex for a closer shave. Compared to the old school razors that you guys are all probably using, the Flex Series shaves 50% more hair in a single stroke. All my bald friends who have tried the Freedom Grooming product are thanking me. So listen, for upcoming holidays, birthdays, or just because, get your bald guy the best shaver of his life. Freedom is giving our listeners an exclusive discount. Visit freedomgrooming.com slash velvet and get 20% off. That's freedomgrooming.com slash velvet for 20% off today. They're never going to bring, but Carol, Carol's too much, you know, because when you compare a Carol and then you have a Candy Burris, right? Who Candy knows the game, Candy plays the game so well. And like Andy said, Candy's never once emailed for an edit ever. Candy, Candy knows. She said that on my show. She said that on your show, you know, I mean, Candy knows what she's doing. She knows the power of TV and she's building all that wealth behind the scenes. So 
they don't want a Carol. They don't want, I mean, I adore Carol, but I guarantee Carol is a pain in it. Carol is a literal writer. You know, every period counts. I don't even know any fucking punctuation, you know, but with Carol, it's like, she's recorded. It's like, Carol, I love you, girl, but I can't deal with you as a scribe. You know, I mean, it's too much. No, so- I get it. I love that you don't know any punctuation. I, 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 I thank you for that. Um, no, I listen, but I still don't think Carol's banned. I really think the no. only person that is truly banned that I can think of off the top of my head is Nene. I really think that Kelly, you know, they would, they will come to her at some point. I agree. I agree. I mean, look, if we get to start repeating wives on girls trip, I wouldn't. I mean, that's my recommendation. I would keep it. Look, we haven't had any Salt Lake girls. Well, I mean, we're going to have it coming up, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. So that's the thing about Roni. Who knows what's true and what's not true. Um, speaking of Bethany, I mean, let me tell you something. This, some people are starting to say, and Carlos used to be referenced, Mr. King. Carlos even said on my show that he thinks the, the lady doth protest too much, that he thinks Bethany is just wants to be back. Look, she, she is really irate and vocal these days about life, like in pop culture. And it's just like, I mean, is she feeling missed in the spotlight? I mean, she's still Bethany fucking Frankel. She has a lot of money. And look, I don't really think she wants to be back on Housewives. I think she would love to be back on TV in some respects. Um, She is just like, when she went off about Adam Levine and she's like, what is the big fucking deal? She's like a rock star is like sexting 800 people and wants to get his dick sucked by the world. Mind you, let's also just drop a footnote. This is actually a really hot rock star. Okay. Like this is, I don't even know if Adam Levine needs to be a rock star to be able to like cheat on his wife and get his dick sucked by 35 people. But he is a rock star and he's also on the voice or was, you know, like, Right. Bethany's just like, what is she's like, you know, Army Hammer wanting to eat his like, you know, girlfriend for dinner is <laughs> is, is like a story. She's like, that is actually an, it, like That's a, a shocking, shocking story. She's like, it's not such a shocking story that a rock star is like a total fucking pig and wants to fuck the world. I kind of agree with her, but she's gone on a lot of rants lately, dude. She's been ranting, ranting about the Kardashians. Everything, and, everybody, you know. makeup, Meghan Markle. People yeah. really came for her with Meghan Markle. Um, oh, really? I don't even know about that. Oh, oh my God. She's a racist. She's this. She's, oh, people came so hard for her. And, um, you know, Bethany's thing is how much they are fucking up, basically, Meghan and Harry, their public image and like everything about them. Um, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, like what? By right not, up. by not just playing nice with the brother and the father Be- and. Yeah, like like they're, you know, they're playing checkers while the Royals are playing chess. And like, you know, Bethany thinks it's going to be short. I th- I think I gather that basically Bethany feels like it's going to be short lived. These, you know, she came out with Megan Markle came out with her podcast and she's trying to talk about like how abused she was there and all this stuff. And, you know, Bethany's like, you were there like one minute, you know, like how abused, you know, I mean, anyway, it's it's and I think. The royal, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't follow the royal stuff enough. I really don't. I mean, I liked the Meghan Markle interview on Oprah. I didn't even watch it. It it was good. And 
look, I mean, basically they just allege that the royal family controls everything you do. I think that part's true. And my thing is, look, I grew up, I know everyone will say, oh, this is a, you're offensive. But I mean, I grew up as a bumfuck, you know, hick in Maine as nobody. And I mean, my own family would say to me, you never want to marry, because I'd always be like, oh, Prince Harry and William were so hot. My uncles, my uncles would always say to me, oh my God, don't ever, you never want to be in that family. They are so, they've, Yes, they've been colonizers from years ago and they're, oh, I mean, they're awful. You know, I mean, I knew that is a little, you know, here we go. Little hick, nobody, you know, in Maine. I and think you can call yourself it. I don't think anyone's going to be offended by that. Oh, I think it's when well, you said I was the whole hillbilly. state of Georgia was whatever you said. I think well, that- I grew up in a house without heat, honey. I mean, there was frost on the inside of the walls in the winter. I mean, my own Hick family knew that the Royals were a mess. So Megan's, I think what Bethany drives Bethany nuts is Bethany's like, you're not dumb. You know, you knew, you knew what you were getting yourself into. And now you play like, oh my God, can you believe they took my passports when I arrived and I had to check with them? You know, so that's, and I- that part of it, I agree. I think Meghan Markle is a strong woman. Pretty amazing. I mean, it's pretty amazing what she's parlayed her life to do. And she seems like she has a loving relationship and two beautiful kids. But I get a little bit like Bethany doesn't like that she plays the victim a little bit. And I see that part of it. Yes. And yes, I feel that's what I was going to say. Like they are in war. So yeah, totally. You know, Bethany might be like me and not have any real, you know, romantic love in her life. I know she has Paul. I get it, guys. Um, but that's not the point. Um, you know, I think that I don't think they care. I don't think they care about their public image. I mean, they still have money. They still have plenty of money from this and and they're in love. So I just think it's a real marriage, you know, like those videos and then we'll move on. Cause everyone's like, talk about Bravo. Um, but those pictures where they're like a picture's worth a thousand words and it's like Harry and Megan are holding hands going to the yes. funeral. And yes. then the other two are, cause as you should be appropriate and have space between. So, I mean, it's, they're really in love. Um, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think it, yeah, I, whatever. I could go on a whole theory, but Bethany, my theory on Bethany is I think Bethany is trying to reboot her talk show. That's what I think. And I actually feel like in a way it might work. Um, I don't know if anyone will ever give her a shot. She might also be a pariah for the networks. But I think you're seeing such an outspoken, but I mean, you know, does Bethany, CNN is in trouble, you know? I mean, did, does CNN give Bethany a show? You know, did they let her, like, like Piers Morgan? You she have. has something, well, yeah, she has something with Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank, um coming out yeah but, but that's business which is good i think that's a good angle for her it's a good angle right like she needs to the problem with her talk show is she it's not her bethany isn't Bethany doesn't want to ask she's not i'm sorry drew barrymore kelly clarkson like they're very lovable like drew is like rainbows and unicorns coming out of her ass and kelly clarkson is like nice and America's sweetheart like it wasn't Bethany Bethany doesn't and Bethany was miserable she doesn't you know she needs to be like a Pierce Morgan where she's like shut the fuck up you're making no sense I'm asking you a question you're giving me an answer and that's a bullshit answer I need the real answer like that's what she needs she needs to just be a bull in a china shop which is great she's she's honest and authentic you know I mean, CNN is in real trouble in their ratings. I mean, do they? It's like a Larry King live, only she's a new generation of Larry King. I mean, do Maybe. they give her a late night, one hour show where she rants and raves? I mean. Right, but I did the Larry King it. rant and rave, did no. he? 
No, he, was, he never he did. kissed ass. But he Piers was Morgan dramatic. was a bull in Piers Morgan was a bull in a china shop. Yes, that's people, what we what? need. People like you know, when I think networks are kind of getting a little tougher too. I think they don't give a fuck with the audience, like because the audience says, "Oh, I'll never watch you," and then Bethany has a million plus followers. So I you think there's what? a strategy with Bethany. You know what they want? Listen, yeah, let's A, not feel sorry for Bethany and B, no. let's not count her out. Um, you know what um, they do watch is Beverly Hills. It's They're all, I will not do it. You're all going to watch. And I, listen, I'm okay if you don't watch. I don't want to call you all liars, but all the hate, like I'm not watching if Rena stays. And Okay, let's, let's play this out. So Rena's possibly very likely staying. So everyone listening, you're re- you're are you be honest with yourself. Take take a take a few moments of silence. Pause. Pause the podcast. Are you really? You're telling me you're not going to watch. Really? Pause it, guys, and think about the answer. You're really not going to watch if Rena stays because you said you weren't going to watch if 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 that criminal, as you refer to her, Erica Jane, stays, and y'all still watch. So. I'm just, I'm just being honest. I'm just asking an honest question. No offense to anyone. I'd like the answer. Um, uh, we're all going to watch. I have a question for you. Cause I'm, I'm, yes. you know, Salt Lake is about to premiere. Okay. Oh, yes. Can you and explain? It, and it will have premiered by the time everyone hears this. Cause we're recording one week in advance. Go on. Okay, what is the latest drama with Jen Shaw with a cast? The, I think it's a new cast member coming after her. I really, I'm really curious because Jen Shaw listens to this podcast. <laughs> Hello, Miss Shaw has commented on the IG on the behind the velvet rope IG. Hello, Miss Shaw. We are very welcome to have you listening. Hey, Meredith, my girl. I love Meredith. She's been very good to me in the real world. Came on the podcast twice. Um, hi, Lisa. You came on once, but you didn't last season. So, girl, Lisa, come on. We need you. You know what happens when someone doesn't come on. Um. We talked shit about him for a right. minute. My, my <laughs> real opinions come out. Um, here's the deal. So there's three new friends of, and yeah, like, look, it's like kind of what I said. Like one of them kind of came after Jen Shaw and they're like, listen, you know, you should pay your mother, you know, the money back you had to borrow and you should like worry about your own self and you owe $9 million. I am paraphrasing so many things. I'm exaggerating a little bit. She didn't really mention the $9 million, but she basically said like, girl, you owe money. Like, you know, everything I do is, you know, you're a fucking criminal. And, and Jen Shaw is just like, girl you're, you're working for free. Cause you know, friend, you know, and she's like, you're a fucking extra. And I don't, you know, I don't engage with extra. So look, it's always, if this is authentic and real great, you know, it's always when someone has a smaller part on the show and they try to create a lot of big drama in the real world. I'm just like, I thirst, the thirst is real. And you know, that turns me off more than anything. And it turns a lot of people off, actually, just in the world. Now that I've come out of the closet and shared with you that I've been living with eczema and skin irritation and breakouts ever since I was young, I've been hearing from so many of you. And I realized like, this doesn't just affect me. It affects so many people. Now, I've tried a lot of different products over the years, but I have to tell you about Glad Skin. Do you ever wonder what actually causes your skin irritation and inflammation? It's a disruption in the bacterial environment. It's an imbalance, and Glad Skin specifically works to target that imbalance. They use a micro-ebalance, which is a revolutionary protein that restores the balance of the good and bad bacteria that live on your skin so it can finally heal. For me, Glad Skin has been a game changer. 
It's so effective that 91% of users, which are adults and children who have tried their top selling eczema cream reported significant improvement after just seven days, 91%. If you've been frustrated with your treatment options, don't wait to try GladSkin. GladSkin is offering my listeners 15% off plus free shipping on your first order at gladskin.com slash velvet. That's gladskin.com slash velvet for 15% off plus free shipping gladskin.com slash velvet. Yeah, because you, you know, as you come on as a friend, you kind of have to pay respect to, you know, the, those that are holding the peaches and those that are holding the diamonds a little bit. And then you, you know, you have to shine in your own way. Right. I mean, Marlo for years, Marlo, just with those one liners, you know, just those great one liners, like the friend of the friend, you know, and Marlo earned that peach so much. So yeah, it gives me thirsty vibes, you know, it gives me thirsty vibes. It gives me thirsty vibes. I mean, I still go back to what I said, and I'm not criticizing you, Jen, and I really appreciate the fact that you're listening. But I just feel, again, why do you even care? Like, there are, you have real, like, you've gotten your money from the season. Yes, you get a bone, you get the money at the reunion, the bonus, you get paid for the reunion at the reunion, the bonus. There's money to come, but you've been paid the majority of your salary for the season. Why do you care? There is no extra money for Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Clubhouse, um, social media that we don't know about that's being invented by the masterminds behind the closed doors. Whatever social media it is, you're not getting paid more. So, you know, speaking to paid six and trashing, going on a podcast and trashing, come on the podcast. So there's no more money. So why aren't you focused on your family and what is to come in your real life, which is so much bigger than this stupid fucking reality show or network or anything? This is like, girl, like, yeah, who yeah. is going to visit you when you are away? Who, which, which one of these people, the executives at Bravo, are they coming? Is Andy Cohn coming? Is Andy Cohn going to visit her? No, no. I mean, maybe, maybe one or two, maybe one or two castmates. Maybe I would say Heather Gay might visit her. I mean, we're talking, we're probably talking five to seven years. The first year, there's going to be a lot of interest. Maybe year two, a book comes out. You know, I I would, lots of times you can do exclusive interviews from jail. Maybe you're getting that year two of the jail sentence. But I mean, year four rolls around, year five rolls around. I mean, we don't even know if these housewife franchises will exist in five years. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's. It is, um, it is interesting. You know, Jen though, completely, totally captures my interest. I mean, she is great television and, um, I'm just so excited, excited for this season to start. I can't wait to see how it goes down. And I do agree with what you said about like, look, I thought Salt Lake was good. I think it's great now. And it would have gotten there regardless. Like like last season, that dinner scene where they were on vacation and Meredith is like, don't talk about my fucking family. And then Lisa's flying off in the hot mic. Everybody is bringing it. It's a great cast. I think we would still be here if it wasn't for this Jen Shaw scandal. But yes, that certainly put this fucking franchise on the map. And Jen is great TV. I mean, she's 
unhinged on the show. So it's so good. I, I mean, I do very interesting about Mary Cosby as well. You know, I think, did we touch upon this? You know, all the, the, the there lawsuit. was a lawsuit against her and that church, right. For misusing funds. Well, there was another lawsuit, which was just dropped that she housed a runaway and they were saying, you know, I guess like she was aiding and abetting and contributing, like that was dropped. I I think Mary is a legend. You know, will we see Mary back in some way? Now, I don't know. It's always the kiss of death when you don't show up to a reunion, which that's what happened. So I don't know, but interesting. I mean, she's vindicated, I guess, you know, from, from all that. So maybe there was no criminal stuff. And, you know, if that's the case, I apologize 100% to Mary. Cause I thought Mary quit more because, you know, she was going to be next with financial issues and legal issues, but it looks like Mary, you know, I think things are turning around. So I was probably wrong. That's, that sounds actually correct. You <laughs> I think Mary, I, I, I loved Mary on the show. I loved Mary on the show. You know, Jenny Naguid has spoken out against Mary recently. Just of really? Like, just of like, you know, I was, you know, basically let's just paraphrase again. Just, you know, like I was, I'm justified and, you know, she's this, she's, she just, I have to find the exact things that she said, but Jenny Naguid was like, you know, um, Mary, you know, I'm justified in the fact that she's like, this and that and all this other stuff i guess that doesn't really tell you much right hmm, interesting. <laughs> i mean it's like this jenny listen she's another one jenny Nguyen, who has said at times like i don't want to talk about like bravo anymore look there are really people that don't want to talk about this ever and you know what their names are alex and simon van kempen okay <laughs> like they will not they're not coming back to the reboot and i mean carlos king says a housewife is never turned down a offer ever but i mean listen david yontef just got allison dubois after three years i've tried i've tried they're they are the most respectable very polite but they do not want to step behind the velvet rope they are not interested well that's too bad i have tried you give people very, I think a very fair, I mean, your questions are awesome. And I think you always give a very fair interview. I mean, it goes viral. So maybe that's why they don't want any more attention. <laughs> I mean, like, I think even if I said, we don't have to talk about housewives, I mean, granted, then what's the point? I mean, I know. Are, are we gonna t- I mean, does, does anyone, I mean, guys, I'm sure this, this audience, do you want to hear 30 minutes of Alex and her and her advanced degree? Maybe. Um, but it doesn't matter. Alex does not want to come on the podcast. She doesn't want to come on anything. She just doesn't want to talk about it. Um, what else? Anything else keeping you up at yes. night? What do you think? Oh why do you think Catherine Dennis from Southern Charm had like two black eyes? And can you walk me through this? My understanding is she kind of shows up to film with these two black eyes. She's on record as saying, I can't discuss it. So nobody knows is this, was this a domestic incident? Was, did she hurt herself? Did like, was this a plastic surgery procedure that needed extra time to heal? Like nobody knows. And then my understanding is they were all supposed to film a scene together and the production wouldn't let her film because of her black eyes. Am I getting this correct? That's pretty much a lot of the is correct. Yeah. It's just, and she's missing. She's also missing. She's been missing from events. She's missing from that one of the cast trips she wasn't on. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, Shep, I'm just reading now. Couldn't, you know, right. You know, he claims she couldn't make it because of her kids. I don't know. I don't know. Is this a case of like, we've all let our imaginations go somewhere, you know? I mean, she has yeah. passed with Thomas, you know, listen, yeah. I, I had Catherine on. I think she's, I, I have a soft spot for Catherine. I, I really liked her. Uh, well, but I, it, it is, it is, it is, it's, yeah. I mean, these women all get procedures. I mean, I get procedures, no shame. Um, yeah. She says she didn't want to address it. That's, I mean, do you not want to talk about the surgery you're getting or like, I mean, I hope it's that and not something more sinister, right? We don't, we don't, nobody seems to have any idea. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's interesting. She does seem to be missing. It sounds like a fair amount from this season to your point, season events. Um, You know, people have reportedly asked to claim, asked Dennis what happened, but she said she was not permitted to talk about it. The reality star would not confirm if she was assaulted or had an accident, according to three different sources. Um, People have, uh, uh, I guess, Fitz News published an article, each of the close-up pictures displaying bruising under her eyes with the injury slightly more pronounced above the right cheekbone. Um, and again, they just said that there is, there is no comment. So nobody knows. I mean, listen, that is where you get filler. You get filler right here in like your upper cheek, but the weird thing, well, I mean, I guess it's not weird, but like they said it was, um, very common for her to do her makeup for daytime shoots, but for the one shoot that she did when the network, like normally they would have done her makeup for this particular type of shoot. And they noticed she had an unusual amount of foundation on in an effort to cover the area around her eye. And it was noticed by production and her management. So what does this mean? This triggered a meeting between Catherine and the producer. The source claimed, the meeting transpired in a vehicle with the windows rolled up and doors closed. I don't know. This is all. Look, let's just put this on the radar and we all very hope it's sus. nothing. It's very sus. It's very sus. I couldn't hear what was said, but Catherine was tearing up during the conversation. Shared the insider. I mean, I don't know, guys. I really don't know what to say about this one. Um do you think Rena wants $2 million just as her way of saying, like, they didn't meet my salary when, if they fire her, which I'm not convinced is happening anymore. I'm not. Oh, and then before we go, we need to talk about the skunk Giselle. What did Giselle do? <laughs> oh, and, I, and I'm not calling her a skunk. She can't, the girls, the these girls, they're stirred. Candy gal is at it again. Our our candy gal is at it again. So I guess, you know, the season's coming back. It's back. Um, She posted her, one of her reunion looks and candy gal has come out on social, I think Twitter. It's either Twitter or Instagram, but I think it's Twitter and says the network has a responsibility to step in when our interview looks are criminally offensive Ah. because my God today. And then she shows a picture of jizzy jizz, Miss Giselle. And then the grand dame has added a Ah. comment. 
this happened like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. She said, you gotta love, her. you gotta love her skunk hair design and all. So it, it's two different colors. I'm assuming the grand dame has called Giselle a skunk. And yes, Candy Gal has called her look criminally offensive and the network should be ashamed. Well, give me, I mean, Candy Gal is, we adore Candy Gal and she knows how love. she She's on par with Bethany and all and Rena in the way she plays this game. She's a genius. Uh, they're not going to step in. It's sort of Giselle's thing now that her fashion is bad. I mean, if I were Giselle, I wouldn't change a thing because it gets people talking. Um, Keep it, girl. That's, you know, this season of Potomac is going to be really, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm actually on the fence. They had such a crazy season last season. I mean, we'll see what's going on with the divorce with Ashley and Michael Darby. I mean, what's interesting is it, I don't know, it doesn't sound so drama packed. You know, they apparently they've bought a house together somewhere, I think, in Virginia or Maryland. Um, I don't know. You know, it just that now, like I said, I've known them for years in real life. They always seemed very connected. And I don't know if this was always their plan. I'm not so sure. Wait, Ashley and Michael bought a house together. Yeah, that's the, yeah. Like, since the announcing the divorce. 100%. Yes. And, you know, they lived in Arlington, Virginia, gorgeous penthouse apartment in a building that he had built. Yeah, the, you see on TV, you see that. Um, but and is they, it really the penthouse? You know, they they, yes. they pan up, but we all know that doesn't necessarily mean that's the apartment you live in. It's the penthouse. Okay. Penthouse. They live in the penthouse. And um, so I, I'd be very curious to see. I mean, she's always, they've always been kind of ride or die together and they've always really been on the same page. I mean, I don't know. It's very fascinating to me what's going on with their relationship, but I, I could see this season going either way. I could see them having a rather quiet season. Or I could see it not missing a beat. Look, I mean, they could be the, the the best friends that just move in together, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like live together. And Ashley's like, yeah, I'm going to go out and bang some hot guy tonight. And Michael's like, have Bye. fun, have fun, honey. Have some good yeah. sex. Yeah. Um, and then as we wrap up, yeah, I mean, guys, I have like a filthy mouth. I'm sorry. Um, And a filthy mind. I love um, it. What about, do we think this whole thing that Rinna leaked her own story to Radar about the $2 million? I mean, it happened the other week, but I, I still can't, you know, stop talking about it. And is this going to be her excuse if she's not asked back? Like, well, I wasn't fired. They just didn't meet my $2 million salary requirements that I would never do to Housewives for $1.3 anymore. How dare they not give me two? Is this her excuse? I mean, I think it it's brill. It's a genius move, right? Because it works either yes. way. For Shoot for the rafters. I mean, this this is the most people have ever talked about her, which is kind of crazy because we've been talking about her for years. But you know, she Ren is really smart. Ren has been Ren knows the entertainment game for so long, and I, you know, again, I go back to. It would not shock me if in three months we see all the images, the entire RHOBH cast as it currently is, is all back. All the same people. I mean, we just saw that with um, Atlanta. Atlanta. I think they've learned their lesson. I think I think these production companies, RHOBH is having fucking record ratings. Record. Do you think they're going to mess with that sauce unless it becomes a legal issue, which we don't know behind the scenes with Kathy and Rena? I think Rena loves it. I think Kathy loves it. I think they're making so much money. I think I think that they're going to shoot for I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see all of them back and all of them making record breaking salaries. 
I think they've learned their lesson. They're not going to F with, they're not going to F with it. If it's, if it's unless, unless legally behind the scenes, there's some real shit going down. Look, I mean, they, when we, we think we have it figured out and we're going down the right road, they swerve left. I mean, two fucking ronies is, is Ramona back is Sonia back is we talked for months. We talked on this very podcast. Yes. Who's got, I said, Ramona stays, Luann stays, Sonia's going to go. This is, this all came out of my mouth. I like on my shit. Two ronies, two ronies. We never said that one, did we, Sarah? So I, I, we never said that one. I agree with you that I do think there's a nostalgia thing that's happening. I do think that the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Maybe, you know, maybe just Diana, if she doesn't want to come back, maybe Sheree, you know, I had it, but like, so you're right, but maybe in an unprecedented move, they're going to say, look at the fact that no one is leaving from Atlanta is a little shocking. It wasn't their best season. It was a much better season than I initially gave them credit for. Um, yeah, maybe look at, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. I, I'm not. So I'm not going to argue too hard with you on this one. I'm not, uh, you got my interest peaked. You got my okay. interest peaked. Look, if the norm now is every season, who's going, who's staying, who's going, Bravo will say, you know what? We're going to do something different. Remember New York for those. Remember, remember, remember the beginning when New York had the same cast, you know, we added Kelly Benson early on, but yeah, you know, maybe they'll get rid of one person or nobody. I, I actually agree with you. All right. Well, I love you. I have to go. I love you. Everyone behind the velvet robe. Listen to it. Where can we listen to you? At the Sarah Fraser show. Um, it's everywhere podcasts are played and follow me on TikTok. Love it. I will talk to you soon. Bye, David. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.